Welcome to the Steve Barkley Ponders Out Loud podcast. As instructional coaches and school leaders, you have a challenge to guide continuous teacher growth that promotes student success. This podcast looks to support you with strategies from our experienced guests and insights that I've gathered across many years. I'm thrilled you're here. Thanks for listening. Leadership Coaching. I recently led a conversation with international school leaders exploring the impact of school leaders being coached, coaching administrative and teacher leaders, and creating coachability within their school organizations. Dr. Andrew Krauss, the superintendent of the American Cooperative School in La Paz, Bolivia, shared his experiences with coaching and the connected benefits. I'm pleased to share his insights with you. Andrew, thank you so much for joining me. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure in the interactions that I've had with, uh, with you and your staff and, and in, our, uh, in our one-on-one calls. And I, I appreciate you sharing some of, uh, some of your thoughts and insights uh, around coaching and especially a, a coaching around leadership. So in the workshop session today, we looked at using coaching for personal growth of the leader. We looked at the leader taking a role in coaching the leadership of of his or her organization. I was thinking of that both as uh, administrative leaders and and I think coaching teacher leaders is a is a valuable piece of it too. And then lastly, the, the whole concept of coachability. So if I, if I can, I'd kind of like to lead you through a, a look at each of those. So I want to start first with some thoughts that you have about your own growth from receiving coaching. I think well, well, Steve. I, I first off, I you know, it's I, it's I'm delighted to to be uh, to be here with you today. I, I always learn something from you every time I talk to you, whether uh, um, whether it is a one to one coaching session or a, a large group session. So uh, so I'm I'm delighted to be with you here today. We started working together back when uh, when I was in uh, at uh, the head of school at ISG Jubail, and uh, and looking for uh, looking for ways to uh, to improve the effectiveness of our of our middle level leaders. My growth, I think, has been continuous throughout this process as as well. Both um, both working with you um, and working as you worked with our teams, having a deeper and deeper understanding of the of the of the coaching model, and getting opportunities to practice. And I think those. Uh, those uh, those opportunities to practice and those opportunities to use coaching in a in a deeper way to to express my own vulnerability as a as a leader and uh, and make the process more accessible to uh, to my uh, uh, those working with me. I, I think those have been some of the biggest areas of growth for me around uh, around recognizing how I I as a leader can model um, coaching and how impactful that can be. One of the uh, one of the pieces that I uh, that that I get folks to explore is coaching's ability to drive reflection, and then out of that reflection, being more conscious of some behaviors moving forward. I'm I'm wondering if you have a, uh, a an example of where that happened with you. 
so I, I, I'll give a I'll give an example of a, a time when I was uh, when I was very publicly coached at um, at ISG Jubail. Um, we were uh, we were in the midst of uh, or kind of in the middle of a coaching initiative that that you had been working with our um, with our middle level leaders on, and and you had also introduced our whole faculty to the idea of coaching. And we had we were employing at that time a uh, one full time coach on our staff, and so I felt like I should should go first and uh, and demonstrate being coached. And so during our uh, during our initial orientation program, um, our coach uh, coached me uh, publicly, and it was around the topic that I'm sure is very common to uh, to superintendents and uh, and to uh, and to principals as well that uh, that you know not getting around to classrooms and having as deep of conversations about what's going on in classrooms as I would like to. And so our coach coached me on that uh, on that very very publicly, and uh, it was. Uh, it was a, a, a bit terrifying um, being that vulnerable <laughs> at the uh, at the beginning of the year um, in front of the whole faculty and not knowing where it might go. Um, but uh, that session itself drove some reflection on what I wanted those uh, those uh, visits to the uh, to the classroom to be and what. Uh, what the teachers might need from me, or, or what they could gain from me from those uh, th those times, and it actually, uh, uh, after reflecting on that and having subsequent conversations with our instructional coach, um, we developed a new model for some learning walks that we were doing to uh, to deepen my engagement with the staff and also with a small group that went around the, the learning walk with me. And so, I, I think that's maybe an example of where okay. the, uh, the the initial coaching gave rise to subsequent conversations and then additional coaching that um, created changes in, uh, in, in what I did and what our, uh, what our faculty did together. That's a great, uh, great description of, uh, of, of ongoing growth. Now you've, you've spent some time uh, having teams coached uh, together and then also looking at the coaching of, uh, of, of teacher leaders. What are some of the values, uh, benefits that that you see of that those investments? At ISG, when we started our coaching in, uh, initiative uh, initially, we focused a lot on create uh, on um, on developing coaches that were hired specifically into that role. Um, but we found that uh, that the the result was not as impactful as we had we had hoped because the um, the, the rest of the system, uh, teachers, administrators, students, uh, you know, you know, didn't really know how to use the coaches. And so uh, so we, we really started looking at our middle level leadership and doing coaching there to get that understanding of coaching more deeply embedded in the in the in the school um, and 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 also to develop the leadership capacity amongst those uh, th those middle level leaders. One thing that the coaching really did with our middle level leaders is it gave them a specific context where they could focus on instruction and uh, and and uh, and offer themselves up um, to their colleagues in a way that wasn't um, in a uh, in a supervisory role, but rather in a peer coaching role. And I, I think that was that was really powerful for enabling their instructional leadership. That had big payoff for the school then. 
Yes, definitely, all, all, definitely. All it improved that culture within those departments at at ISG, um, and and so then when I moved to ACS here in Bolivia, um, I recognized the need for our uh, middle level leaders again to to have that instructional focus, and so that's why um, we began this uh, this relationship here at ACS as well, and begin developing the, uh, the the leaders in a similar way. Here's a list of characteristics I found for building coachability. Openness to feedback, willingness to learn, adaptability, humility, self-reflection, commitment and dedication, communication skills, trust and respect. Andrew shared an example of coachability. As you hear his story, listen for how many of those characteristics of coachability are present. The other day, you shared a, a great example with me of uh, of uh, a coachable moment uh, occurring on the spot that I think just really speaks to coachability. I'd, I'd love if you'd share that with uh, with folks uh, listening. I had a, uh, a a teacher who's a, one of our heads of department come in. And, um, and, and she talked about some difficulties she was having in her leadership in the department, as well as in her personal role as a, as a teacher as well. And, and she was talking about there's, there was some division in the staff between those that have been here a very long time and those that are, are, are a little bit newer. And she's, she's actually on the, on the side of being a little bit newer. Um, and, and she, she made, made the comment, she said, uh, she, she, she said, I, I feel that I'm a little more sensitive to these things. And you looking at me are, 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 are a little more steeled or a little bit more, you know, you separate this from your professional role. And, and, and the, the conversation kind of continued, but, but, uh, uh, you know, on after that, but it was not until the next day that I was reflecting on this conversation that I said, the idea that she is more sensitive, that's not at all a weakness, that's a strength. And, and I, I began to relate it to the coaching model. And I thought that's, that's the strength that I need. Um, you know, I, I need that sensitivity to divisions in, in the faculty. And so how could I get this? Well, so I, I went and uh, asked her if she would be my leadership coach bec precisely because she has this sensitivity to these divisions in the, in the faculty. And I suggested that we have a, a common leadership problem, her, you know, our challenge, her and her in her department and myself in the in the school and her first reaction was actually uh, was actually well how I, I, how can i do this when i'm having having trouble with it and i said that's the beauty of the coaching model that we've been working on. Just like when you go into somebody's classroom, you don't have to be an expert. They've told you that they want you to look at these particular things and you're coming in to see things that they don't readily see. And I said, you can see things that I can't readily see. And so that's uh, that, That's why I'm asking you to be my coach. And she agreed. It's a great example. Great, great example. That That's going to have wonderful impact for you. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time to uh, to share your thoughts with us. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate all the work you do. I closed my session with those international school leaders with these two questions, and I'll leave you with both questions. What is the coachability within your organization? What actions are you taking to increase coachability? Thanks for listening, folks. And if you'd like to follow this conversation up, you can always find me at barclaypd.com.
Thanks for listening, folks. I'd love to hear what you're pondering. You can find me on Twitter or LinkedIn at Steve Barkley, or send me your questions and find my videos and blogs at barkleypd.com.